All of us have blessings. All of us have abundance. It's all relative. There's nowhere to go. There's no, the only place you go is deeper within yourself. And the deeper you go within yourself, the more availability and presence you have to enjoy the simple moment that we all have before us right now, now, now. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and on this podcast, I talk about the spiritual awakening process and all the different challenges and blessings and experiences that I know a lot of you are going through, but maybe have no one to talk about it with, and you might feel like you're alone in this. Well, I want to let you know you're not alone, and that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I also felt alone and I wanted to put something out there that I never had when I was going through a lot of these ups and downs and, and unique experiences associated with the spiritual awakening process. And my, my essential intention with this podcast is to help people like you learn how to master and navigate your spiritual awakening process so that you can, you can reap all the beautiful benefits that, that I have, that I know is in your cards as well. So welcome to my podcast, my friend. It's an honor and a blessing to have you. This is for people who are going through a spiritual awakening right now. You're probably caught up in the ups and downs, the unexpected changes, maybe some of the physical symptoms that seem weird and perplexing and you don't know what to do about them. And on some deep level, you know all these different things are happening for a grander purpose. There's a reason for it and you have a sense into that. While at the same time, the, the human part of yourself, the, your, your brain, your mind feels utterly lost and confused and doesn't really know what to do. I can relate because I've been going through the same journey for over 20 years. When I first woke up, I found myself just filled with questions, filled with confusion, filled with doubt, and not really having anywhere to turn. What I'm going to do here is share three things, three lessons I learned that have made an absolute game-changing difference in the way... I go through my own awakening that I learned in the trenches over the last 20 years of my life. This is going to help you make sense out of some of the things you're going through. It's going to give you a brand new way of relating to what seem like sometimes bad changes, annoying symptoms. You're going to have a new perspective and understanding where you can start to relate to them differently and therefore have a very, very different and more positive experience. The goal is to help you go through your awakening process a lot more smoothly and less sloppily than I did because I had no guide. I had no mentor. I had no one to tell me it's going to be okay. I had no one to tell me it's okay to trust my intuition. I had no one to tell me it's safe to let go and allow the changes to take place because they're all going to be very positive. And I share both esoteric and spiritual uh, concepts, you could say, to help you, as well as down-to-earth and practical ones as well. I was a fitness trainer in a former life, a past life, and uh, I'm kind of a pragmatist myself. So you're going to hear both sides of the spectrum, and uh, it's an honor to have you here. Number one, the annoying symptoms go away eventually and also serve a purpose. So if you're going through a spiritual awakening, you might be not sleeping on a regular schedule. Your body might be going through all sorts of wild and random and inconsistent types of maladies and issues and changes. I know for me, one of the things that really bothered me that I noticed that was like the biggest sort of infringement on my like life was fatigue. 
I had this awakening when I was like 20 years old and I was exhausted. I was, I felt like I was a hundred years old. I would literally say, I feel like I'm a hundred years old. What's going on with me? Why am I so tired? And I would think, am I working out too hard? Am I not eating enough protein? Like, what is it? Even, and it didn't make sense, the, the chronic extreme fatigue I would feel. You might also be noticing energy, sort of energy moving in your body that you didn't know was something that could happen. And that can be a little bit alarming. Like, what the hell is going on? I had a kundalini awakening. So for me, it was a very powerful energy that nobody else has ever mentioned could happen to a person. Um, among many, many other things I know, but the, but the symptoms I know for me, they lasted a while. One of the other annoying ones just while we're here on the topic is chakra pressure. I had chakra pressure in my forehead, mainly in my head, my crown and my third eye area. I felt this, what seemed like this nagging sinus pressure that never went away that affected my clarity of mind. I felt like, um, I felt like I couldn't even really, I couldn't really put thoughts together normally. I felt like my intelligence decreased like 80%. And it was tough because I had a job and I had things to do. I, I, and I was like, what the hell is going on with me? When would this ever end? Months would go by, years went by. And I'm like, this is getting a little bit alarming. I'm still kind of a mess. What is happening? When will this go away? Well, I can tell you this, my friends. Pretty much all of it has gone away. More so. I've come to develop a much greater understanding about what these symptoms even represented. For a long time, I was sort of waiting them out, uh, just, just hoping um, passively that they would eventually just kind of go away as would any you know, cold or flu or something. But I found it was when I started making changes in my life that they started to subside. And then, and then that's when I discovered that these are actually helpful. They're clues. They're, they're magnified symptoms of misalignments within myself, within my like belief structure, within my ego structure, within my consciousness, within my behavior, within my patterns. All these sort of distortions of me, the true me that has become conditioned and distorted are playing out now on a very physical level. So the fatigue was like, listen, you're doing more than you need to be doing. You're always running on adrenaline. You don't eat healthy. You're running on, you're always in fight or flight. You have a lot of fear driving your behavior to the point where in the past it was kind of like down, you know, but beneath your conscious awareness. Now it's coming up because of this awakening to be seen. So you could, you could learn a lot from these symptoms and it, it's very helpful to have more of an empowered relationship with them rather than again, waiting for them to subside. Ask, why am I creating this? Why have I attracted this pesky insomnia that drives me insane? What is this reflecting to me? I have a buddy, he struggles with insomnia sometimes and he's been going through his awakening for about as long as I have. And for him, it's always like a message. It's always a message that he's controlling too much. He's got too much like uh, attachment to a particular thing and it plays out through this insomnia. So anyways, my friends, with that said, I, I would say generally they also on another level, they do kind of go away. They become a lot more subtle in the beginning. In the beginning, at the beginning of your awakening, I would honestly say that what I just said is true and also it kind of happens to kind of a, an obnoxious degree anyways for, for, for a lot of people. 
So there are like general symptoms of this purification of your nervous system that will play out. However, you can also learn from them. So it's kind of a balanced approach. On one hand, they will go away. I, I do get little glimpses of them, fatigue, where I don't sleep very well, not really the chakra pressure, and many of the other ones, it's not really uh, phasing me. Just know that while they are there in your life, you can learn a lot from them about yourself. The second thing I learned is that I'm a lot more powerful than I thought. Early, and you are too. Earlier in my awakening, and maybe yours as well, there was a lot of what I would call magic. A lot of, there's this strong sense that I was being guided everywhere, and it was kind of obvious. A book would fall into my lap synchronistically, and it would have this information that would be very relevant and appropriate to exactly where I was on my journey as an example, and things would just kind of unfold in this way. And after a couple of years like this, I found myself always waiting, waiting to be told, guided into what to do. But I got to this juncture maybe 10 years into my awakening where at that point I really felt entitled <laughs> to, to like a more, a, to a more of a magical, graceful life. I was still healing, still going through changes, still my life was not what I wanted financially. I still wasn't really living my purpose. And I thought, man, I'm really getting, I really like, something's got to give. What, what am I supposed to do? And I would just wait and wait and wait, waiting to be led, waiting to be guided, waiting for the dream, the premonition, whatever, waiting for the download. Nothing ever came. And eventually I simply got sick of waiting and started like taking action. In my case, I had to make money because I was like going into financial debt, waiting around too long. So I, I just, I took life into my own hands. I said, you know what? I can't be waiting on this awakening to save the day any longer. I'm going to just look around at my life and ask myself, what would I like to see in it? Well, for me at the time, I didn't like living in Michigan. It was too cold. I envisioned it would be awesome to live in San Diego, a very beautiful climate right by the beach, the sunshine, the beaches, the mountains. I also wanted a career that involved helping people in a very deep way that gave me also freedom, like creative freedom and also life freedom and lots of abundance. I thought that would be amazing. I was a personal trainer at the time, not super abundant, though I was kind of helping people. I wanted to help people more deeply. I wanted to be more, mostly more, have more time freedom. I wanted more time to spend with my children and, and to hang out with my wife and not to be working all the time. And anyway, I had all these different preferences. There are more, of course. And I was like, okay, well, what does a guy got to do to make this happen? It's, it's not rocket science. I got to make more money. I got I to gotta pursue my passion, which was to get on YouTube. I saw YouTube as a gateway to being able to express myself fully and with the hopes of eventually turning it into an online business. I, I saw, okay, well, if I want to move to San Diego, I have to sell my house, make enough money to live in San Diego and get the family out there. I did all those things on a very practical level. And here's what happened, my friend, that's really cool. Once I finally recognized my power, and started using my power. Then the guidance, that, that guidance system that seemed to disappear for a time, it came right back. And then it was, a, my life was more so a product of a, tr it was a true co-creation. Before it was the other way around. I was waiting, I was, a fo I was following, whatever, <laughs> you know, and then it's, it's about stepping into your power and knowing it. And I realized looking back, I could have done that a long time ago. I really waited. I did a little bit too much, a lot, way too much waiting, honestly, in my life. And I know I could have been a lot further along in my journey. Had someone told me, listen, 
Victor, or you, my friend, you are powerful right now. You are so powerful that you have the ability to create the experience that you don't like just to train, just to reveal to yourself that you have the capability of changing it yourself. One time I asked this, uh, this like really good clairvoyant psychic. I only had one reading with her. But at the time I was going through this weird um, financial like pattern and I was aware of it. And the pattern was coming into abundance, whether it be from selling a house or having a good business venture. And then like somehow or other or another, just like not squandering it, but getting to like this crazy low where all of a sudden everything would go wrong. And I, at one point I'm on top of the world. And then I find myself with like nothing in my bank account or even worse in credit card debt. I freak out and then I like do something else to, to climb back out. And then I had this wave of abundance and then I'm back on top again thinking, okay, thank God that's over. And then it would come down again and it would up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And this lady said, this woman said, you're literally just doing this just to show yourself that there's nothing to be afraid of, that you always manage to get yourself out of it. It's showing you that you can trust yourself, your abilities to keep yourself afloat. So we're so powerful that we will create these cycles. But once you get the message, you don't have to do that. I haven't done that in a long time. I don't, I don't need that experience anymore. And there's a lot of experiences you might be going through right now in your own life, in your own awakening that you don't need anymore. If you just owned your power, owned your worth, knew that you have the capability of not just manifesting, but creating whatever it is you genuinely want in life. It's not the same thing to say like, I'd like $10 trillion and six jets. I don't actually give a shit. I don't care about that when it comes down to it. But both of us right now have things our heart yearns for. At that time, I, re I was re referring to my heart yearned for warmer climate. It wasn't just some like, yeah, I, I think it'd be cool to be in San Diego. I knew I would be happier. I knew it in the depth of my being. I needed to be out west. I needed to be in the sunshine. I needed a warmer client, uh, climate, etc. That was a genuine want and it happened very quickly. In fact, six months after, I had this awakening into my own power. So the cool thing is you can wake up to your own power in this exact moment. You can use this as a permission slip to do exactly that. You don't have to wait like I did. You don't have to wait, waste a decade like I did. And the third lesson, my friend, I cannot stress this enough. And if you're a young person, I have a feeling it's not going to sink in because people told me this too and it didn't sink in, but it's 100% true. The whole journey is awesome. The whole journey is kick-ass. Even looking back, the times that I was like struggling, you know, for example, I've shared before, there's a time my entire family, three kids, dog, cat, wife, lived in a 21-foot travel trailer supporting ourselves financially with credit card debt. I look back and I smile. I don't look back at that like it was a bad time, even though at the time, my mind was, was really invested in a future where we had more space, we had more money and, and things like that. But I look back and you know what I remember? I remember like sitting around our little like, you know, like plastic, <laughs> little plastic like table thing with the family playing rummy. And you know what? We have like a, a nicer house now, a big house with a yard and a pool and all that. And guess what we do at night? We sit around the table and we play rummy. The only difference is my kids are like 10 years older. And at that time, I was wishing myself in the future, blind to the fact, the precious fleeting gift of my children 
just being their young innocent selves. No one told me that's gonna go away. They're gonna grow up, you're gonna change, and your scene's gonna change too, but guess what? You're gonna kind of feel very similarly. It's all kind of the same, it's all kind of relative. I've been in like poverty and I've been in like quite, I would say more abundance than normal people have and everything in between. And it's all kind of, it all settles in to this kind of baseline. Another thing is that I know it can be tempting to chase enlightenment or it's so exhilarating to have a, like a spiritual breakthrough. It's like hard not to want that again tomorrow and the next day 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 and the next day. And what I found is that there's always more. It's like the, our, our shadow, at least to me, the more I do shadow work, and this 20 years of shadow work, the more it seems to be there, the more dysfunction I discover within myself. And now I do my best to kind of let my life unfold sort of naturally without willing myself towards enlightenment, towards whatever the next future goal happens to be. Because when we do that, we miss it. We, we miss the moment. I just watched this, listen, kind of watched and listened to this podcast uh, with Joe Rogan and Elon Musk just yesterday on the way home. Um, and it was kind of cool. You know, Elon Musk was talking about his new truck. He's got this new like uh, Tesla truck that's bulletproof and kind of funny, kind of a funny thing. And Joe Rogan's like, oh yeah, well, is it, will it, will it withstand the, the force of a bow and arrow? I have a real powerful bow and arrow. I, I would like to see what happens with that. And Elon Musk like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Want to bet a dollar? that it doesn't phase it at all. And Joe's like, oh, you're on. And they, they were like, and then Elon Musk said something like, do you have the bow right now? And Joe was like, in mm. a matter of fact, I do. He said, let's go try it right now. Do you, you know, I'm parked outside. And he said, and he went and said, there's no time like the present. And they went and they shot, they shot the, the truck and sure enough, it barely made a dent and they had a, a fun. But the point is when you're in the present moment, you get to shoot arrows at bulletproof cars and it's fun. No, but you get to, you're more open to all the different cool things that are available in each and every moment. You know, for me, looking back, there was so much available that I missed. Just being truly present and aware of playing with my kids. Like that is something that I'll never get again. I can't get that again. They're, they're all, they're older. Most of them are older now. That time is gone. And no, I was there. If it was happening right now with what I know now, I would be 10 times more there, 10 times more present. What in your, I know there's things you want in your life, but what do you have in your life right now that you haven't really noticed? That you haven't really looked at and taken a breath and said, Thank you. All of us have blessings. All of us have abundance. It's all relative. There's nowhere to go. There's no, the only place you go is deeper within yourself. And the deeper you go within yourself, the more availability and presence you have to enjoy the simple moment that we all have before us right now, now, now. So wake up, my friends, and smell the roses. Wake up and smell the coffee in the morning and, and be grateful because it doesn't get any better than this. All of it is just a state of consciousness. It's about how much awareness you bring to the everyday mundane life you have. And I've had things that have come to fruition that I really wanted for a long time. For example, going from like credit card debt to having the abundance to travel and to live life the way I want and having a nice, nice place and things like that. It's cool. It's really, it's cool. Like that's the best way you can put it. It's cool when these things happen. 
but only for a little while. Just as if you were to eat a Hershey's bar. It tastes good. And then eventually you go back to normal. Sometimes you even sink lower the more stuff you accumulate. It, it can be like a drug. Happiness is an inside job, my friend, and happiness is available to each and every one of you right now. With that said, I'll see you all next time, my friends. Have an amazing day. Much love.